Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James Sweet Friel. I'm really happy that you guys are here with us today. We actually have a fellow Brit to Dean on the show today. And so I'm, uh, I'm going to you know, be battling things from multiple fronts. But it's worth it because the content, the topic that we're going to be talking about is so relevant, so important right now. It's about the entrepreneurial mindset, the strategies that you need to do to be growing your business, We've got uh, we've got an incredible guest here who's grown multiple multiple companies, and I'm I'm honestly just kind of saying things until he uh, rides into the studio. But I think I see him coming. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, the one, the only bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> hey, how we doing, James? Excellent. <laughs> just made I feel it like you were. I feel like you were a little uh, late today. Were, was yeah. your horse like, you know, you were feeding the horse or what was happening? Yeah, we've gone a bit slow with this lockdown. We're not getting as active as we usually are. So things are a right. little bit slow on a weekly basis now. Yeah, well, and the noble steed is still, you know, holding up and everything's okay? Just about, just about. It's, uh, we've run out of food now. He's just confined to the uh, garden. So we're, uh, <laughs> just... we're running low on supplies, but we'll, we'll survive. You get it. You'll get a new shipment in soon, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, that's the start of a weird show. <laughs> it is. It is, and I'm sure the weirdness will continue because we have another British person on the show with us today. So we've got Stephen Summers, who is co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, has built multiple seven-figure businesses, eight-figure businesses, and uh, he's here to share with us. I was like, Stephen, what do you want? What do you want out of the show? And he's like, I just want to be here to give people value. And so we're really excited to have you, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You almost started another fight because I'm from Ireland. I ain't no Brit. Anyway, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, you're not? Oh, my God. I Look heard at me. James say it the first time, and I thought, oh, I wonder if uh, Stephen will mention that. And then he said it a well, second I thought, time, and I thought, yeah. he, oh, he's definitely going to pull him up on this now. <laughs> I said I'd let it go well, the first time, but the second time I was like, I'm coming in. I'm coming. I deliberately didn't correct him because I'm like, I'm just no, going to let was... him dig his own grave. Yeah, see, I, what did I tell you guys? I told you right at the outset I was going fight, to be fighting a battle from two sides today. Little did I know it was Britain and Ireland, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah, well, look, it's a good combination. We're all, we've been friends for a long time in Ireland and, and Britain now, so we're good to go. All good. Yeah. All right. There we go. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you're here. I'm really glad to be here. I genuinely uh, respect two of you gentlemen a lot, and I look forward to being part of the show. You know, it's like uh, when you listen to something and you like it and you get to be part of it, it's great. So let's, uh, let's dive in and do whatever we can for people today. Well, I'm just going to start up like, with, uh, with a real easy question. So who do you like better, Dean or myself? Oh, straight in. Don't even right get a chance to right prove in. ourselves. This is just straight in, minute one. So I would say James is charming and funny dean is intelligent and creative 
what day is the it? strong points that you look have for you met have you met dean or you like you're just kind of going off the cuff here maybe i should have <laughs> waited till later in the show to ask the question uh, i might have had a guinness when i met him i don't know so we'll have to see but uh i can't pick a winner i'm really uh, maybe by the end of the show i'll change my mind maybe we'll come back to all that. right we'll see we'll see if we can win you over Who, right. who's going to be able to do that but in the meantime so you've started multiple businesses from scratch Tell us a little bit about what what you see out in the world happening right now and how people can position themselves to, you know, to, to start a business in the midst of all this chaos that we're going through. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things, you know, the original company that we uh, started, obviously, like teaching company was Marketplace Superheroes. And we've been teaching people for years how to sell products on Amazon and stuff like that. And still do, of course. But, you know, as the business has grown and evolved, we started adding in new new things. And so we recently added in stuff like teaching different side hustles and things like that. So the reason I tell you all of that is because I see a lot of stuff going on now. I see like the e-commerce side of things. And I also see service-based small businesses starting up. And I would say on the services side of things, I think we're into a really interesting time because like if you had spoken to a business owner at the time we're recording now, like a month ago, so like we're back, maybe let's just say maybe like February, March of 2020, have uh, you talked to somebody about like, you know, hey, uh, local business owner, did you ever, you know, would you ever think of doing email marketing? They probably would have been like, no, nah, not really interested. Thanks for, you know, thanks for coming in today or whatever. And now with everything that's happened over the last, you know, few weeks now, and I'm sure we'll continue for a little while longer, hopefully not, but it looks like it will. People are like, they, they can't open their stores anymore. And all of a sudden, that conversation that would have been a complete no a few just a few weeks ago is now a lifesaver. As a matter of fact, my accountant, my financial advisor here locally where I live in Ireland, those those two guys, like they basically reached out to me the minute this started happening and said, Stephen, like, how do you use Zoom? <laughs> you know? And so right. saw like this there's a big C change happening right now. And I think that for a lot of people listening, if you're looking to get a simple small business up and off the ground, like even just offering services at a really simple level on the internet, doing really simple stuff like local marketing online and stuff, I just see a massive resurgence in that kind of stuff over the next couple of years. And uh, and that's one big thing. And the second big thing I'm seeing is that like e-commerce up until now is about 14% of total retail sales. I expect that to jump to like 20, maybe even 25%, literally in a matter of months. I mean, lately, I don't know if you guys saw the news, but Amazon added in, I believe it was up to 100,000 new staff members just to deal with the overwhelming demand because of obviously all the stores closing. So long and short of it is e-commerce is scaling crazily quick and i think these services for local businesses and like online marketing for local businesses is literally about to explode i believe well in the e-commerce thing i think that's uh it's an interesting point and dean you're you're seeing some st- similar stuff with the uh the e-com business that you guys have yeah in our uh, in the beauty business we've seen our cpa half like it's it's and it was already and it was already really good through Facebook ads. So it's just, we can't even keep up with the demand on that side of things. We, we're having to throttle our ad spend now. It's, yep. uh, so, I mean, it's a good problem, but oh, it's annoying as well. <laughs> but it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that thing because we actually started a new, a new store as well off of Amazon ourselves. And we were drop shipping products from the US and we were actually in the fitness space. And 
it went insane. We'd only opened the store like, you know, I don't know, not even a month and we we're learning like Google shopping for the ads and stuff like that. And all of a sudden we just ran out of all, all inventory. The drop shippers did. So yeah, we couldn't even keep the products in stock that were selling that quickly. We literally would have yeah. gone zero to doing like five grand a day in sales in like 30 days. And it, and, and within that 30 days, you're talking about two weeks of like figuring stuff out and not that much happening. So literally, right. two weeks, you know what I mean? Zero to five grand a day is literally where we were going, you know? Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, so I think this is a, this is an interesting theme that maybe we can run with for a little while. So there's, yeah. there's big opportunity here in e-com with, you know, people be, you know, one sort of being forced to buy more things uh, online than they've ever been. And then probably that will, you know, continue to result in a more accelerated behavior change over the long term. Yeah. If and this, and this is a question for both of you guys, you're both in e-com, I, you know, I've done some e-com as well, but how would you start an e-com business right now? If you're like, okay, cool. So, you know, it's at, you know, X percent, it's going to go to this percent of people buying stuff online, but you know, maybe you're sitting here and saying, all right, well, that sounds awesome, but how do I take advantage of that? Like how, yeah. how would I start something? Yeah. I mean, I think again, if it depends what we're talking about, but I'll, I'll just sort of talk generally e-commerce is probably the easiest way. Uh, I would say like right now it's kind of tricky though, in some ways, because if you're doing your product research at the moment, it can be hard to identify what is the trend going to be? Number one, mm. we were selling a lot of home fitness products, but I mean, yeah, like, it, are the products going to be quite as explosive whenever people maybe aren't right. home as much and stuff like that? That's one consideration. Obviously, even on the Amazon side, which we're looking at all the time, you know, certain products that we're doing well, like we the most boring products in the world we sell on Amazon, things like greenhouse hooks, right? <laughs> so boring. Like, well, these things sell, but they're selling even more than ever now just because like people are at home, they have to do that. So I suppose right. that's something I would say from a research standpoint is a little bit tricky. But in terms of mm. starting, I mean, at the end of the day, you're simply looking for, from my side, where are there markets where there's proven demand? People are obviously buying something already. Where's something then whereby Dean will definitely talk about in a lot of detail, I'm sure, like that you can actually buy traffic at an acceptable rate and again i think that comes down to in a, on our side anyway really niching down a lot more you know mm. i think you're going to get into a hyper competitive space and you're a complete beginner i think that's a tricky thing to do although i know dean is very experienced and got into the beauty space and has done well there but i but i think as well for a lot of people who maybe aren't as experienced i always recommend just start with something that's like it's a, it's a niche down product. It's not like something that's booming and going insane and just learn the ropes and then, then take on the bigger markets. Uh, so that would be my general comment. What about you, Dean? Do you have anything on that, on that side? Yeah, no, I think, I think, um, I think it's a great thing that you did actually focus in on for like highlighting for anyone that's listening just around the, the, how things aren't quite usual at the moment and be wary about what you might go into here at this stage if you were in that research phase. Because I suppose on top of what you said, there's just so much irrational behavior as well going on, isn't there? So what you might see through research right now, don't, I suppose, get carried away with what you're seeing in, in many respects. Yeah. Um, but at the yep. same time, I do think, and I, I think I said this to you, James, didn't I, privately recently, I, I do think that there are going to be certain industries and sectors that off the back of what's going on at the moment will be permanently changed. 
Like yeah. the, the, I, yeah. I, I think even though, like even down to, let's take at the moment, like how much more people are probably paying conscious attention to washing their hands and certain hygiene around certain things. I know I can say right now, and I don't know if, if this is excessive, I kind of laugh at it, but every delivery we get, my wife, she goes outside and she like sprays this disinfectant stuff on it to like clean germs off the boxes before she even brings them in the house. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. But I think even though things won't maintain that kind of level, I do believe that certain things will just be massively shifted and advanced and much yep. faster than they ever possibly would have done without this. Yeah, I think I think that's it. And I think there is some sort of importance right now, if you're going to get into something, to be careful of making the distinction between a temporary arbitrage opportunity versus something that could potentially have some legs. Right. And I think there's, you know, there's a number of things, even some, you know, situations that I've been presented with where people are like, oh, like we got this thing right now. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't really want to invest time and energy into something that's just going to be a one time hit. Right. I want right. to, I want to be able to build something that is still going to be around. And so I think, you know, kind of separating the, the long term things from just the short arbitrage things are, is probably one of the most critical pieces in that research phase right now. Yeah. And right. well, there's some things you can do as well. Obviously, like you've got stuff like Google Trends is a really useful thing. And I mean, if you go to Google Trends right now, the best thing to do is, is basically look at the keyword in question and then put it back over the last five years rather than like over the last year or even the last month. And then just see like what's the overall trend looking like. I mean, if you do that right now for like if you type in, say, home office or something like that, you'll just see march of 2020 like the up spike was crazy on that keyword but if you looked at it over five years you'd see it was pretty solid and all of a sudden it went mental i think that's probably the best one of the best like simple things you could do just to see what's going on because at the end of the day most products are going to continue to continue like continue to keep selling new products new markets evolve all the time especially in the e-com space i often marvel at the stuff people come up with that i would never even think of you know like who would have known that like a big tortilla was going to be like a massive, like a tortilla wrap would be such a big seller of like a blanket you could buy, you know? So like it just constantly keeps growing. <laughs> I feel somehow I feel like Dean would have known that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little do we know those are actually being sourced and created out of Nottingham. Um, <laughs> Somewhere far away in the English countryside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One man developed the tortilla blanket and it's taken the world by storm. I think a bit concerned about Dean's recent purchases on Amazon, all right, that he was talking about. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that there's certain things that, like, you know, after being with Dean for a while, you're just like you're 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 immune to what he's purchasing now. You're just like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it's funny because right next to my laptop, while I'm speaking to you, I've got two giant teddy bear tigers that just arrived two days ago in a box in the mail. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I can't wait. We're, we're going to need to see those at some point, somehow. And I have no idea what's in store for them unless you were just like, you know what I need? I need some soft, plush tigers in my life. <laughs> I may or may not have watched a popular Netflix documentary and then got uh, a crazy <laughs> idea for a new ad. Right. Okay. I, we like, have, I need we me have, some uh, tigers. Dean Holland, Tiger King ads coming. <laughs> yes, you actually are.
Yeah, that's that's amazing. So, all right, so so just uh, kind of bringing things back here, right? Once once somebody's done done the research, and I think one of the kind of objections, so to speak, yeah. that people might have about getting into ecom is like, okay, even if I find something that you know I might want to sell, how do I even get the product? Yeah, right? how do I get the product? How do I how do I make sure it's a good product? All of those things. Like, what do you uh, what do you guys have to say about that? I, I'll give you some Amazon rules because it'll just make it easier for everybody because they're very specific uh, that we've come up with over time. So with Amazon, like the game we play on Amazon is not the same game I would play with my, say, uh, dropship install stores or even private label stores. And the reason is because I'm, I'm, I'm playing the Amazon game, meaning I treat Amazon almost like a stock market. I'm looking for where are the products that are low competition. They're already proven to sell. People buy them, but the competition is just terrible. Like your greenhouse hooks, for example. I'm not saying you should go and sell those, but at the end of the day, like the competition is not all that good because you know, is it is it a very passionate product? You know, it's, it's a hook you put in the greenhouse, right? But people love gardening. So there's things like that on Amazon. We're looking for low competition products that we can sell just a small number of every single day in multiple countries at the exact same time because we send our stock into Amazon. They're held in stock in Amazon. And really uh, what we're looking for is to amass like a little kingdom of products that sell a small number of day, uh, a small number every day in a number of countries. Whereas then on the other side, the game, if you're selling like say from a from a store and you're using say maybe Google Shopping or something like that to drive traffic, you will you'll go for a more a slightly more competitive product because you actually want a market where there's a bit more demand. So I would just say on the Amazon side, that's why we typically teach people that to begin with because it's a lot simpler. It's a it's a much easier business model for many beginners. And for example, like, I mean, just to give you guys some ideas of what we're looking for, let's say we go to Amazon and we find greenhouse hooks. Well, we would literally uh, type that into Amazon and we would see, well, when I type that in and I search it, how many, how many search results come back for that within Amazon? In other words, how many listings are there on Amazon with those keywords in them? And so we would look for one that's a thousand or less. We don't want any more than that. And then we would look for the best seller rank on Amazon. It's a, it tells you how well the product is selling in a category. It would typically be like in home and garden or something like that. A product that is less than 30,000 bestseller. Whereas a lot of people would never look at a product that's like that far out because it's not going to sell enough every day. But our whole model on Amazon is we just want to sell simple, boring, everyday products and we want to do them better than the competition and get them to multiple countries. But, but then if you look at, say, the, our dropshipping stores, it's very different. We're looking at, well, where is there a bit more trend, but not so much competition that we can actually get into, say, Google Shopping, and we can outbid people. So, like, we're not going to be selling supplements and things like that because they're just way too competitive. Whereas, like, you know, maybe some home gym kind of products, uh, amazingly, a lot of them are – they're not that competitive on somewhere like Google Shopping. So I think the interesting thing is you take uh, Dean here. Your your model, Dean, is different, obviously, because, again, you're driving traffic through through Facebook, and that's a different right. – another different thing, right? Yeah. Well, Dean, I mean, you guys are – you know, you guys are – you have your own store, your own sales funnel, and everything else like that, right. which is a totally different approach to things. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I don't, I don't have any experience on Amazon at all. We never went that path with this. I mean, we, I think we, I think we once put them on Amazon, but I don't know. I, we've never looked at it since. <laughs> but, so, but the question is, did you get the plush tigers on Amazon? I did. I did get yeah, them on okay, Amazon. So, 
So you're an Amazon consumer. <laughs> I am. Yeah. But okay. So like, so, so there's the Amazon route, but then you've got the, you know, the non-Amazon route, Dean. And like, what would you say to that, that same thing about people saying, all right, well, how, you know, how do I get the product to actually sell? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, a lot of the rules are the very same. Like you're basically going, you're looking, you're looking on places like Amazon and you can, you can apply many of the same rules. So it was less than 20,000 bestseller in a, in a category, like a big category, like home and kitchen, et cetera. That's one way of looking at it. That's got some validated demand. Then I would go and look at things like Google keyword planner. And I'd look to see on that uh, particular search engine, how many searches per month, if it's less than 10,000, uh, you know, I, it, it would be okay, but it would be ideal if it was like maybe anywhere from 10 to 25,000 a month. Although I would take anywhere from five to 10,000 as well. And the reason we do it that way is because we're looking for a little bit more demand there. But I would say my main experience with e-commerce where we've had the most success, the most, probably the most knowledge as well is in uh, trading on Amazon. And I do say trading because that's really how it is. Like we're, we've really learned how to read that marketplace, how to, how to put products in there, how to get them into multiple countries. The drawbacks, no doubt, it's not our own platform. You know, we're not building up our own list and stuff like that, uh, which right. is why, you know, we typically have our beginners start there, but when they become a bit more advanced, we move them on. But as I say, a lot of the same rules apply. We just wouldn't sell, like if you search garden hooks on say Google, uh, I actually haven't even looked at that lately, what it is. It's probably not that many people looking for them. Whereas if you go on the merchant words, which is something you can check the rough uh, demand on Amazon, there's like 2000 people a month on Amazon looking for them. And because you're on the marketplace and you know people are searching for it, it's something that can work well for you. But if you're on Google and you were like buying ads for that keyword, it just mightn't be quite as easy to make work for something so boring. So I think when you're on a non-Amazon platform, you need a product that's got a bit more passion behind it. Something like what Dean's doing where you can build like a front-end acquisition funnel and obviously then you can ascend them through, uh, you know, with the higher price stuff. And then you can even bring in digital programs and stuff like that. I believe that's the model everybody should be looking at if they're selling physical products on their own store whereas just with amazon there's a big leg up there you know but it's it's a very they're two very different ways of doing business well i do have i do have one question this one this one's for dean do you think really like steven came on the show today just to try and like plant the seed that people need to be buying garden hooks because i've heard that come up multiple times <laughs> and i'm just wondering he's, if he's trying to generate traffic for his garden hook i think business. that's actually what's going on here isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got me. You got me. So twenty minutes, in, twenty minutes into the show, we've seen through you, Stephen. Yeah, no, you, you realize this speak so quickly. I was actually saying garden hooks like loads of times, but you didn't even hear it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, uh, it's amazing. But but I think uh, I think that's actually a really good point. Between like, are you going to be selling a, a product that is kind of you know a commodity, yeah. so to speak? Now here I am. Like now I'm pitching his garden hooks. Garden hooks, <laughs> garden hooks, like a product like that. Or, you know, if you are going to be doing something off of Amazon on your own, then, then you do have Dean, what like you and Robin are doing, which does have a little bit more pop to it and you can kind of build a brand around it and some, some personality and so on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, we're actually building a, I'm building a print on demand store at the moment too, because I want to learn that business model. And so I'm building it in the golf space and I'm doing like funny teasers. Nice. Stuff like that and i'm going to drive all my traffic uh from facebook to that because that's where that audience is and i mean if you go to google shopping like 
we got this shirt, I don't know, like Bogey King or something like that, we'll probably say, right? And like, who's going to Google shopping and typing in, oh, the Bogey King shirt? Like nobody, right? Because they don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although I think James often does that. I think that's your favorite kind of, kind of shirt, right? No comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's what the point is, like when you're on Facebook, it's great because with the algorithmic learning and the fact that again, I can target people in that niche, who like golf, but also maybe like beer or something like that as well. You know, it's just so much more specific. And then, yeah, you can interrupt them with an ad and bring them through the funnel there. So I'm testing and learning all these different things because uh, as you guys know, like we're living in such an unmatched time of like, mm. of the, especially what Dean was saying, the fact that like, yeah, acquisition costs are definitely dropping, traffic prices are dropping. And I think that businesses who understand right now how to leverage traffic are really they're going to clean up for, I'd say, the next year anyway, because right. needs to be dropping out of the game, which is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. if you're a business with cash, with with good cash reserves right now, things are pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, some 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 of the people that are listening to this might be, and so this might be one way to start, you know, putting that into play. And some of the people might not be, and this might be a way for you to start generating some of that and take advantage of the trends you know, the growing trend in e-commerce, right. because I do think one thing is for sure, we've seen a, a, a growing appetite for people to buy mm. online yep. for years now, right? Like it's just gone up and up and up and up. And I think what we're seeing now is an acceleration of that, right. but it's, it's highly unlikely that people who find out how easy it is, how convenient it is, like all of those things eventually just are like, oh, you know what? After this is all over, I, wa I want to go back to doing things the old way. I don't, I don't see that happening. So I think a sustainable trend out of all of this, granted has been accelerated, is, you know, buying more stuff online. Right. 100%. Definitely. I mean, the other thing too, uh, for I think it's important as well as like, if you look at a company like Amazon, just to I mean, mention on them, the fact that they, like a lot of e-commerce businesses, have stayed open during this time. They've been the place you yeah. go to to reliably buy something. Any right. online that's done that, if you think about that, like what that's done for their, I suppose, credibility for their trust. Like Amazon actually mm. stopped third-party sellers from being able to send in inventory for a while because they had to bring in so much uh, emergency, so many emergency products. And like for sellers, that was like, oh, that's crap or whatever, which it was. But then if you look at it, what that's buying long-term from a credibility standpoint for Amazon specifically, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. And people won't forget that, you know? Definitely. Well, I think, I think this is one of the big opportunities for all businesses. Like, this is why I, I think it's so important people don't, if you can, like, don't stop advertising, don't stop promoting. Because I think right now, obviously, a lot of people are sort of in crisis situation, in crisis, or at least crisis mentality almost. And I think if if... If you as a business or brand can be there to almost be the supporting arm for people in this time, like you say, Stephen, like that won't be forgotten after this is cleared over. Well, guys, I'll tell you, since when, when this thing all kicked off, I, I heard uh, Russell talking and uh, he was talking about that, how now's the time you got to be there for people. So I actually doubled down on streaming for my audience. I just before right. 
Paul, I, I, I was on a, a Zoom where I let people just, like, they weren't even clients, a lot of these people. And I was like, you can ask me anything about business, money, side hustles, e-com, whatever you want. And I just let it, I just let them rip. And I, and it was just an unbelievably good hour. And I'm going to do two hours next week. I'm just like, right. pure, you know, I'm not selling anything, just value. And I think now I'm definitely following that. Like some people want to buy now and we're, we're still making a lot of sales, but at the same time for us, it's like, I want to be, I want to be, be there for people. And it's actually hard because I'm working harder. I would say than I've worked in like four years right now, but it's because right. I'm showing up in all my groups, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I relate to that a lot. I mean, I started a, a brand new Facebook group. We got a lot of, a lot of people in there right away, you know, doing free trainings, like all this other stuff. And I think, you know, for me, the, you know, the, there was just this feeling of, okay, what can I do to help right now? Mm. Right. And I know like exactly like you said, Dean, there are a lot of people who may not necessarily be in crisis, but their crisis mindset has sort of permeated right. them. Right. It's almost and like reverting back to survival, isn't it? People aren't focused it is. on moving forwards. Yeah, it, it is even in certain cases where those people are not actually in crisis because it's, you know, we're, you know, the way humans are wired, we're kind of like, you know, go with the, the, the herd. And, and so people are, you know, kind of fighting that urge to be in crisis. And, uh, you know, some of them are in legitimately in crisis. And, and even if that's you, keeping your mindset strong is so incredibly important because like, when do you need a stronger mindset? Like when things are good or when things are not good. Yep. And, right. and so as I was looking at, well, what can I do? Same, same exact thing that you're saying, Steven, you know, just trying to like, okay, here I am, you know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm in a good position. I've got lots of experience. I've got lots of connections, lots of things that I can help with. How can I just like put that out there and help as many people as possible get through this even if it's just to help them maintain their focus yep. while all of this stuff is happening. Yeah, I absolutely. And I mean, it's been interesting. Uh, you, you guys said a lot of really uh, good stuff there that I really resonate with, which was like that idea that Probably like that other stuff I said though, wasn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially the tigers. I'd imagine yeah, my, I'd imagine my part was more impactful and you'll probably take that away and remember it better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, James might feel good in the moment. He's kind of like a McDonald's, but he's just not going to, Know, take you much further. He's getting a little needy now, Dean. Is I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure I'm really into needy. I want the chase. You definitely, you definitely fishing, Dean. It's uh, it's it's uncomfortable for everybody who's listening right now. Please, please excuse Dean. He's not normally this needy, but that's it. Right now, he's having an episode. <laughs> yeah, but, but seriously, as well. Like, I mean, yeah, like a lot of people had that thing of. I must panic now because the world expects me to panic immediately. And for for me, it was interesting because whenever this started kicking off, in a way, I almost did too. I was like, okay, so does that mean basically all the plans we've had are just like going to stop now? And it was whenever I just, I slowed down and I said, no, like what we've got to do here is number one, be there for people 100%, but also got to pivot what we're talking about, you know? And so I made some changes right. to how we talk about what we do. Right. So I said, I, so side hustle heroes are our new little sub brand we've been building. I said, I'm going to teach you how to make 500 to $5,000 a month with real legitimate, uh, service-based businesses was like, it's tidier than that, but you know, roughly that's pretty much what we what we're talking about. Then even with marketplace superheroes, it was like, 
getting more specific on the outcome within your Amazon business. And I think as well, like you guys are, are, are real people, you know, you're not flashy guys or anything. And at the end of the day, I think all that flashy marketing now, the backlash on that, I think is just going to be huge. And people just want real legitimate humans that they can get good advice from, uh, which is of course where they like this show. There you go, guys, a little bit of a little comp. Little- <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, like, that's the know. sound bite. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I've, I've okayed that. But like, like that's but seriously, this is what people want. Like, they just want solid people. Again, with James, with your group, my own groups, you know, stuff you're doing, Dean, as well, to show up and like I can ask a question, and you're gonna. I mean, help me be there. I mean, Gary V's done an unbelievable job of it, in fairness to him, with his uh, tea with Gary V. He's there every day in the morning for two hours. And in, and I I don't actually really listen to him, but I've been listening to that lately because it's been some of the best content he's ever made because it's real, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think one of one of the things I couldn't help picturing in my mind when you said you know all the flashy stuff, you know, people are not going to be attracted to that. I I imagine Dean with his two plush tigers <laughs> out with a gold chain around his neck out in front of his Range Rover taking selfies now, yeah. and just how how amazing that would go over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of flashy. Maybe people want now because at least it's it's it's. It could be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, yeah. Did, I did think when Stephen said you guys aren't flash, I'm like, what more can I do? I'm sitting here on a podcast riding a horse. <laughs> yeah, that is. That, it's a really good point. I mean, I I think you might want to retract that statement, Stephen. It seems uh, it seems a bit ignorant considering you know every <laughs> all the production value we have for yeah, the no, show here. You didn't know I was doing air quotes when I was talking about Dean, but I, you can't see right. that. Right? Oh, we didn't <laughs> see that. That yeah, expect- okay. I knew all there right. had to be something. There had to be. That to be a reason behind that. That's right. Some things don't trans well over just the podcast <laughs> airwaves. So um, anyway, oh. we're gonna we're gonna get wrapping up here in a second. But I love this thing that you're doing now. Steven, uh, side hustle, side hustle heroes. Like how, if people are, um, wanting to find out more about that, yeah. how can they, uh, how can they dial into that? Yeah. I mean, they can go to sidehustleheroes.com with the O E S at the end and, uh, just search on Facebook side hustle heroes and you'll see the group there. Uh, it's got about, it's a little bit over 700 people now and it's really grown rapidly. It's, it's been great. Uh, so yeah, I would highly recommend checking that out and just on YouTube, you can search, uh, you know, my name or side hustle heroes and you'll see lots of videos that we're doing on the marketplace superheroes channel. We're, we're teaching a lot of side hustles for free and stuff like that because yeah, like I, I, for me, it's like, what people really want now is just, hey, help me connect the dots here. I just, I don't, I, people are talking about all this different stuff. Like how, how does it all work? How can I like do, e- how can I write emails and get paid to do that? And really we're getting back to, it's as simple as that again, where it's just a lot more tangible, real, here's how it works. And, uh, and I, I kind of like it, you know, because for me, like I got my start years and years ago, obviously with Robert, my my business partner in Marketplace Superheroes, he taught me the Amazon stuff, but I needed to make money in order to like have money to be able to buy inventory. So I did copywriting for a number of years badly to begin with, and then I got better. But uh, I've always had these little services that I did and everyone goes on about, oh, you can't trade time for money. But at the end of the day, like right now, a lot of people need a skill that they can make some money with that they can then put that money into more passive forms of income and all of that. And so I, that's why I've created it. And I just think like, I think people should, should you know, but even if they don't buy anything for me, it doesn't matter. Just kind of like to get the idea of what they could do or what's possible. That's all I really want to help you achieve. 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's, uh, it's been great having you on the show, Stephen. Dean, anything uh, you want to add before we wrap up? No, just say thanks, Stephen. Great show. Great hanging out. And uh, thanks for sharing. Oh, guys. Yeah, and a thousand, a thousand apologies for putting you in the same category as Dean and calling you British. Obviously, I hadn't been listening to you long enough. Clearly, you are a man of a different kind. I think Those, you so, have been listening. Uh, I think you're just outright disrespecting him. And I think that should well, be taken into consideration, Stephen, when you fill in your final answer. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you the form, and you can do that. Uh, it's a one-person form, so obviously your results will not be anonymous, but we'll know who you like better, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to reviewing that on the air next time. Thank you guys for listening today, being part of the Just a Tip show. We appreciate you guys. We've got some cool stuff coming. Can't yeah. wait. I cannot wait to share with you guys what's coming out, and uh, we'll talk with you guys next time. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just a Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justatipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.